Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast. <laughs> It's a new week, and that means it's time for another episode of the Called Shot Podcast. Welcome back, and thank you for listening. If you get a chance, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you find yourself listening to us. We need them, we love them, and we thank you dearly for them. Also, don't forget to enjoy this week's episode, episode 36, Cloudy with a Chance of Pirates. Everybody, roll initiatives. I want those numbers now. Hi, Wes. Hey, guys. Yeah, we missed you. It's Captain Wes to you. That's the great way to start off an episode. Sure. Roll initiatives, everybody. Let's go with you, Sebastian. 20. Fane. 6. 14. 23. 21. That was really hard to understand. Okay, I got you, though. <laughs> when did you become I a vampire? I said 6. <laughs> Okay, I have a card here with numbers on it. Excellent. And we are ready to begin ship combat for basically the very first time. Woo! <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> the excitement is palpable in this room. You could cut it, but it's not here. Okay, so we are going to set up the scene. I've done all the rolling using the rules that Paizo has so graciously blessed us with, and the defending ship is in the middle of my big old map. He is facing north. The attacking ship, which is you guys, is southwest of said defending ship by about 90 feet. You are both headed north. The wind is blowing southwest. And so we begin combat. Is it an overcast day? Is it kind of... uh Sunny, is it comfortable? Is there a ni- nice, gentle bl- breeze? What what we got here? I'm going to be nice to Fane today and say it's a little cloudy. Oh, thank God. Mostly <laughs> because I talked about how it was raining at Rickety Hakes when you left. It's really not that much farther after, so this whole area is covered in clouds. All right. Cool. And just to be clear, so our, the wind is kind of against us, so are they using oars as well? How, are, how exactly are they set up to be sailing? All right, so when you guys finally approached, you noticed they were using oars as well as sails to try and haul ass away from you guys. I don't blame them. So they've got a dozen plus oars out on either side trying to boogie it. Okay. Are we ready to do this? No. No? No. Good. I'm glad you're so excited to get started. All right. So who is piloting your ship at this exact moment? So I know at some point Zugray was. But we are going to be doing a ramming maneuver, and okay. Ark is the one who is best at ramming. So we're going to we're gonna need to do a little uh, three cup, you know, cup game sort of shuffle of pilots. I don't okay. know if we've already done that or if that's going to be our first action. Or... Honestly, with the amount of time that it takes, if you guys were planning to do a ramming maneuver, you were going to allow Ark to take over when you got close enough. You got close enough when we rolled initiative. Okay. So. Ark, you're in control of the ship awesome. right now. Cool. What is the name of your ship again? Fortune's Revenge. The name on the side of the ship you're attacking is the Elton Bade. Elton Bade? Yes. Oh, what a cool name. Have you seen you seen shrimp boats out in the middle of the ocean? None of us are from Louisiana. Oh, right. But you're I, from Mississippi. I've seen Forrest Gump. And and it's pretty much landlocked. <laughs> and I hate to tell you, Wes, the Gulf isn't out in the middle of the ocean. All right. So... <laughs> This ship is very similar in that it has arms out both sides of the ship with nets hanging off of them. As they are running away from you, they had pulled those nets up and pulled them into the ship. But that's what you see, we along see, with these oars. We see the Bubba Gump. <laughs> Pretty much. The Elton Bade, were which they, is Sargavan for Bubba Gump. Okay. <laughs> so we're attacking a shrimp boat. That's what I was going to say. Glory. What, what do we plan to achieve from this? Lots of shrimp that's like right than salt. <laughs> Could we see that the nets were full of shrimp or some sort of fish equivalent in Galarian world? They are not full at this point. They would have emptied them. But okay. uh, you could tell that this is probably a, a fishing vessel. Awesome. Not not a uh, chelish Spanish galleon of gold. Gotcha. No, but we have enough salt to preserve a lot of fish, and that will keep us taken care of for a there while. So this this shrimping vessel right. has a pilot who has at least a plus 11 on his roll, <laughs> sure. which means he is 
unless he has an attribute modifier, an eighth level pilot. Or a half elf. Or it's Scourge. No, <laughs> no you got skill focus and uh, bonuses and. Yeah. But yes, he's level eight. You can get to 11. Adrenaline does a lot. We are going to be killed by a shrimp fisherman. That's right. <laughs> This thing doesn't even have PC class levels. Dagger stab, short sword stab, <laughs> rapier stab. <laughs> All right, let's start this uh, ship combat off, shall we? Ark, you are in control of the ship. The very first thing we are going to do is a is opposed piloting checks to find out who is going to have the upper hand. Absolutely. Oh, and... You had mentioned that the weather gauge was in their favor Correct. since the wind is blowing. Yes. They're in front of us. That's they why, are right? basically the wind hits them first. So everything that passes by their ship is dirty air. So this defending ship, the Elton Bade, holds the weather gauge and therefore has slightly better ability to maneuver. That makes sense. So if I was to get directly behind them, since there's no air coming at me, I could speed up, correct? You can still speed up. No matter what. By holding the weather gauge, they are only able to react a little better and a little faster. Basically, it gives them a plus two on this check. That makes sense. Okay. So I rolled a total of 11. Okay. Well, I smote your roll. I'm sure this is how tonight is going to (laughs) go. I have not given you the wheel. By 15. Oh, wow. Okay. So that means you get to speed up or do whatever. Yeah, you have the right of way. So by winning this, by winning the check, you can move forward. You can move your ship. 30 feet in one direction. Right. Every five after that, you get to move it another 30 feet. Oh, so man. I am moving it three squares forward and trying to get away from you. If so you, his, your ship will actually move on Ark's turn, on who turn. is the pilot. But it will move. Yes. Eventually. I see. I, yes, I yep. got you. We can move a minimum of 30 feet. Depending on how well I roll, I can move more. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was merely the piloting check to just decide who has the upper hand. And I and the Elton Bade won the upper hand, moved forward 90 feet. They were able to catch the swell of a wave and a gust of wind that blew them forward before you could actually catch up to them. Keep that up. We're going to run out of table. And that is the goal. <laughs> uh, that's actually the way the rules are supposed to work. Once that ship, once the Elton Bade moves off the edge of the map, they're free. Oh. We don't have long to catch them. It's a little bit of a mini game going on here. Why couldn't you have been going like east or west? Right, yeah. <laughs> I map. think we'll add another little bit on the map <laughs> once we finally get there just to lengthen this out if we need to. But that's the goal. Everybody nice. cool? Ark, if we lose to a shrimp boat captain, we will lose all respect for you as a pilot. You will never, ever pilot yeah. this ship again. Yeah, I got to say, <laughs> it is a level 8 shrimp boat captain. <laughs> Okay, we are going to go in initiative orders at this point. This is round one. Zagre, you are first. Well, Ark has now successfully taken us out of medium spell range oh, by failing that, that roll so much <laughs> that I can't actually cast my spells anymore. All right, so are you holding actions? Um, I will go ahead and cast the spell. I will go ahead and cast uh, Call Lightning. I just can't use it. And uh, if I can still see them, can I study target? Sure. Okay, I'll study target on whoever is at the... Is there a range in study target at all? You have to be able to see them. Ah, yeah. And you're good. All right. He's a He's got bad eyes. (laughs) Great eyes. (laughs) All right, so are you studying target on the pilot or on the ship as a whole? I don't know if you can study on the ship as a whole, so just to kind of make it easier on us right now, I'm just going to say the pilot. Pilot. I like it. Kitnick. I'm going to hold for the moment because I'm trying to figure out if something will work. Sebastian? Well, as Zugray said, Ark has successfully taken us out of spell range. <laughs> so Sebastian's going to pour himself and Zugray a shot of rum and just nice. wait. GM laugh. Ark, this is now your chance to make a piloting check to try and accelerate this boat and catch up. I have a question. Uh, no pressure. All right, Kitnick, let's answer that first. How fast is the wind moving? Uh, it doesn't matter. It does matter. Uh-oh. According to which rule on which page? Um, about how fast it would disperse obscuring mist. Gotcha. Let's let's take a quick break. <laughs> All right, Ark, it is your turn to move this ship forward within medium spell range, as uh, Gray has so kindly requested. Yes. So I'm going to do the full ahead, which is just a standard action. Okay. So just roll my professional sailor check. That's a cracked die. 
20. That 20. Natural 20. Much better. Plus my professional sailor. I take it all back, buddy. You're great. <laughs> 28 total. Alrighty, so how far can you move your ship? You're accelerating, correct? Yes, uh, accelerating full ahead. So with that, uh, with a successful sailing check, the ship's current speed increases by its acceleration, usually 30 feet, but no higher than its maximum speed. Mm. The ship can move forward or forward diagonally. In other words, each time a ship enters a new 30-foot square, it can choose any of its forward-facing squares. So our acceleration is 30. Yes, so we can now move a total of... 60 90 feet? 60, 60, 60 feet. We started at 30 feet. We started at 30. Now we can move 60. Yes, both ships started at 30 feet ex- uh, on speed. You accelerated by 30, therefore you can move 60 feet, which is two full squares. And you said we can go diagonally? And mm-hmm. you can move diagonally. So forward, diagonally, forward, diagonally. Two squares. Yep. Okay. So that doesn't have the target of like every five you beat the DC by? Like the other this one, one does not, no. This one does not. Okay. Now, can I make a double move like this? Since that was one standard action, I can make another standard action, correct? You can only do one standard action around. You can do use a standard action to do another move action, but you can only do one standard. Fair. Gotcha. Are you doing anything else? I, you can do a move. <laughs> you want to do a jig? <laughs> I was going to say, is he going to do a lap around yeah. the, the I feel like wheels? I, just, I feel like a trick question just happened here. He's going to do, do the Rocky run up the stairs move. Yeah. Jumps, clicks his heels. I love it. It's a great choice. <laughs> It is now the Elton Bade's turn. They, too, will attempt to row harder, sail faster, and fail. Nice. So they will merely move forward 30 feet for their move on that turn, since they were not able to increase their speed. You hear the captain at the wheel yelling at the crew below decks to row faster. Put your backs into it, men. They look dangerous. Fane. Uh, Fane is just going to walk to the front of the ship. Actually, Fane. I forget what's the name of that kid. Gabe. Uh, Gabe. Fane's going to tell Gabe to go to the the captain's quarters and lock the door, uh, and then walk to the front of the ship. That's his action for this round. Get me my red shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Sebastian offers him a shot of rum and and my brown pants. (laughs) (laughs) So you're not going to make Gabe sit up on one of the yard arms. During the middle of this battle? Nah, he can look at it through a window. Okay. Uh, finally, you're having some pity on the kid. What's, uh, what is the range on our ballista, and where are they mounted? They're on Not the back them. of the ship. Okay, I, I couldn't remember. Fixed. Flip the ship around. <laughs> <laughs> Sail, backwards. Sail backwards. Throw it in reverse. <laughs> Why do we just have them on the back of the ship? That doesn't make much sense. In case we're running. To be fair, the yeah. guy that... Squibbed our ship had like three fingers. So, <laughs> well, this hammer. was this was a merchant ship, and they came with the merchant ship, right. defensive so I, weapons, not offensive weapons. That's fair. Okay. All that, right. That makes sense. Everybody holding actions. This is your last chance. I don't think anyone. Oh no, you, Sebastian is. Uh, no, I'm. They're they're out of range of anything I can effectively do. How fast is the wind blowing? Uh, all right. I'm glad you asked. Before we started recording, we have decided. That in order to adjust some weather as well as wind and some of the other random things, we are going to pick a random island in the Caribbean. And today we chose Bermuda. How fast is the wind blowing in Bermuda right now? The winds in Bermuda are 28 miles an hour coming out from the northeast. It is a nice 58 degrees with Fahrenheit <laughs> and partly cloudy. <laughs> That's actually kind of cool. Out of the northeast, it means it's blowing southwest, which is what our wind is doing. Randomly rolled, it was <laughs> destiny. So That's 28 really miles funny. an hour okay. there, Kinnick. You should uh, do that professionally, Matt. That was good. It was. Okay. We practiced all week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that answers my question. All right. So, let's have another upper hand check. Their arc. I'm going to say it's a crack dot. It looks... I'd say... It's not. Oh, well, it's a one. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, right. nine. You could nine. blow a hero point to re-roll that. Uh... Can you re-roll with a hero point? I thought you just added four to it. Yeah, I thought you just added to it. I don't think you re-roll. I, I think the one of the options is re-roll. I will blow a hero point sure. if you allow me to re-roll it. I was pretty sure that was one of the options was re-roll. I thought you it know was what? You. I'm good with it. Cool. And I'm the GM, so I get to say yes. <laughs> Sweet. Enjoy that power trip, Wes. Now watch me roll another one. <laughs> Come on, be serious. Two. It's a five. Six. Six. All right. <laughs> Do you have another die you can maybe roll? <laughs> Well, Matt saw me. I rolled a 19 and an 18 on both of my D20s before we started recording. That's why you don't roll before, man. Never. Earned. Okay, so what is your total? Uh, total 13. 13. 
his total? 16. I was going to say 14, but he's still holding the weather gauge. Oh, I thought you were going to say 40-something. <laughs> yes, I was, too. Which sounds about right. I'm going to say, I find it amusing that the two people that rolled the worst are sitting immediately across yeah. from each other. Warp speed, shrimpy. <laughs> <laughs> so well, yet again, they have the upper hand. They find another swell of a wave. They coast down it and bump their ship forward by 30 feet, which is one square. All righty. Going in initiative orders again, Zagray. They are once again out of range. So, Zugray is going to hold his action. Okay. If Ark can get us within 30 feet, Mm -hmm. if he can just get us 30 feet closer, so instead of being 180, they are 150 feet, he is going to call a lightning bolt down on the wheel. All right. Kitnik. And I also did look up the hero point rules, and it says specifically, yes, you can spend a hero point to re-roll any 1d20 roll you just made. There you go. Kitnik. I'm going to feed my parrot a cracker. <laughs> Yet again, super, yeah. <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, so, Zagra, you want to play cards? <laughs> That's going to be my move action, is to uh, draw. <laughs> At this point, yeah, we're playing poker. Ark, you uh, see your friends behind you feeding a cracker and playing poker. <laughs> well, no, he sees us ahead of him. We're at the other end of the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, full speed ahead. And you're going to try and increase speed again? Yes, uh, this time you're looking at a 25 total. Hey! So you're moving 90 feet. You have increased your speed. You can move forward three squares. One, two, two three. three. Shaboom! You can also move <laughs> diagonally three squares on each so you can be right what, what, behind them. What? So go back to where you were oh, and then move just one, to the two. side. Yeah, and so then just to the side. One, one two, two, three. Oh, just one, two, three? Yeah, there you go. Aha, nice. That way you're right behind them. Nice arc. Now... Lightning strike. Ooh, on the... On the captain. I can picture you, like, at the front of the masthead, hanging on one hand on the rope, pointing at the the steering wheel thing. So great, hit him now. Is it aye just aye. Is it just damage? Do you have to roll... Uh, they get a reflex save for half damage, but okay. they still take damage unless they unless the shrimper has evasion. <laughs> if he does, I'm joining his crew. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, because it is cloudy, I do 3d10 instead of 3d6, and I did 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage to the person piloting the boat. 12 points on a 3d10? Yeah. What is the reflex DC? For him, it is 17. 12 points of damage? Yes. To the person piloting the boat? Correct. Ouch. And hopefully he lets go of the wheel. You would think something would happen. I'm going to make him, since you did that much damage, I'm going to make him do a fortitude save in order to hold on and continue what he's doing. That's fair. So you're done with that. I'm going to unhold my... (laughs) Yeah, that makes two of us. My stuff. So you are all going right after Ark. Zagre and Kitnik. What are you doing, Kitnik? I am going to point at the... uh, the crew members of the other ship that I see on the ship in front of me, and I'm going to whisper a message to them. Okay. So, say that one more time. I'm going to use message mm-hmm. to whisper to some of the crewmates on the other ship. The other ship. Other ship. Okay. Besmara thinks it would be a good idea for you to just stop and surrender. This is Kitnik, by the way. This is <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> Do you target the pilot, the captain, or just a couple of people up in the rigging and then the ore people down below? Can message target multiple people? I thought it was just one it's person. It's in a range. Okay. It's one per level, I thought. Yeah, I don't know how the range works. That's, that, that's your expertise there. So whoever I have enough of a sight on that's doing something productive, so whether it's somebody in the rigging, it's just whoever I can see that's actually doing something. So an angel from heaven. <laughs> Pretty much. It's speaking into the ears of some of the crew members. Yep. One creature. It's it's creature per level. Okay. So I'm just going to pick somebody. Whoever it gets to first. I'm new at this. <laughs> <laughs> Still searching for her powers. Yes. I love it. And she doesn't even know this is going to work. All right. I mean. So they're within casting range now. <laughs> Sebastian, yes. are you doing anything? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a good chance it's not going to work, because I don't know what level this guy is, but I'm going to try and uh, cast Sleep. And you're in range for casting Sleep? Uh, sleep's 150 feet. All right, so you begin casting Sleep. Yep. 
Assuming Ark doesn't drop us back out of range. Right? Yes. God, blame everything on you, Ark. <laughs> okay. It's like the real world. He did cut up my barrels. There might be some sleepy fish if he does. <laughs> All right. And then now the captain of the Elton Bade is going to attempt to increase his speed, which this time he does. So he moves forward by two squares, and he's just going to go straight ahead. That's all he wants to do. And try and get as much speed as possible. Thane. I am going to cast Raiment of Command as I'm standing on the bow of the ship. Uh, Raiment Command, basically, in this sense, the only thing it's going to give me is plus five to intimidate. Okay. And I'm going to use, I'm assuming I can use oratory to boost my voice, just to make me, so they can hear me at the other ship. All right, that's going to be, that'd be, have to be really loud. 150 feet. That's a long way over the roaring of wind, sails. Is it possible? Waves. Tell me. I mean, if I can't do it, I'm not going to do it. Could you, could you make an oratory check? Um, that's what I'm saying. 150 feet is a long way to yell. Yes. Over everything that's happening. So wait till we get closer is what you're saying. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I would hold on I do to cast it. a spell. Okay. Uh, and I'm standing at the bow of the ship and I'm not really holding since I've already done. But So I'm done. That's it. Cool. Ark, are you ready to do some more upper hand checks? I am. I see Davery over there giving you the juju. <laughs> uh, 15. <laughs> they no longer hold the weather gauge though. Neither person does. Right. Because oh. it's blowing almost sideways to both of you. Okay. Not right. really That's upwind something. anymore. What was your total? 15. Mine was 22. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but they hold the better captain, is what yes. I'm saying. So I'm going to move forward two oh, more squares. One, two. All right. Can I scoot us back towards this way, like together? Yes, let's do that. Uh, let's put them back in the middle and then Seven have them. Minutes. That way it is equal if you were going in either direction. Beautiful. So now when they reach the edge, they're gone. That's right. Cool. All right, Ark, it is your turn. All right, uh, we are just going to stay the course. I rolled in 17. So it's not a 20, which is a check I need to make, but my understanding is we just keep going at the speed we're at. We don't decelerate. Correct. The only difference is, is you cannot move diagonally. You right. only and move forward. So you move Luckily, forward. we're directly behind them, so it shouldn't be too big of a deal. There you go. We are now 120 feet away, directly behind them. And that will be the end of my turn. Alrighty. Zagre. I am going to once again strike him with lightning. Ooh. Because I can do that five times. Holy crap. <laughs> Alrighty. For 11 points. <laughs> I rolled really poorly. Okay. DC 17 reflex again. Okay. He dives away from. Alright, let me uh, do his reflex save. Ooh, nice. So he is able to dive away and only take half damage, but he is diving away from the wheel at this point. Excellent. Somebody else is going to have to jump in. Kidnick! What are you doing? <laughs> well, first, I have a, a question for Zagre. Okay, so with Wampus, how does it work when you put him in your pocket? Like, is he turned into like a little, like, wooden thing, or how does that work? That's a spell that I can cast, right. so when I cast that spell, he just turns into a little figurine. And do you have to be able to touch him to turn him back into Wampus, or how does that work? Hey. Yes, I have to touch him. Is right this here. over tea? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's over rum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I just need to know, because if, if, if you don't have to be touching him, I could just, you know, send him over with my parrot. <laughs> I am not going to do that to Wampus. <laughs> you could have asked me this at any point in time, and I would not have agreed to that. I didn't think so. I was just curious as to how that worked. All right. So um, what is Kitnick doing? I am... How far away from the other ship? 120. Holding. Holding. Yes. Sebastian, finish casting your sleep. Yep. That's a 10-foot burst centered around the wheel, so I don't know if we'll catch the guy or not, but okay. I don't know if he's too powerful to be affected, but uh, otherwise... You can only affect up to four hit dice, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, then no, he would not be affected. Okay. I kind of suspected, but... Eh. Does it maybe clip someone else, like someone randomly running around the ship? Because it's a 10-foot burst. Yeah, I mean, if there's anybody else up yeah. there. It's possible. And with the rules is the way they're written, the normal crew, they don't really care about. Okay. Uh, they don't really reference too much. Basically, it's assumed your crew is attacking their crew. They're off in the background fighting. We focus on the important battle with just you guys. Okay. So since we're kind of macroing the other crews, sure, it could catch a couple. Okay. 
the cabin boy falls overboard. Yeah, right. It's not, it's not going to hinder them in any way, I don't think. And, nah. Honestly, by the time we caught up, they could just wake him up. Yeah. It was more if we happened to catch the cabin. Sure. Or the cabin. The captain. <laughs> right. Which you would have, because yeah. he's not that far away, but he's trying to scramble and hide. And now it is their turn, and somebody else is taking the wheel. A much lower hit point person. <laughs> but the captain is patching his wounds and hiding away out of sight of anybody of the other ship. And so his check is going to be a lot lower. Yay! And they are going to attempt... They're already moving pretty much at their max speed, so they are going to stay the course and fail, so they'll just move forward two squares. So they move forward 60 feet, and he just holds the wheel taut. You can see the guys with his arms bulging as he approaches the wheel. And Fane, it is your turn. I'm going to hold. Okay. We are back to upper hand checks. All right, let's do this. 25. It was a tie. No! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so does that mean they win? No. Uh, a tie means neither person gains the upper hand, which means no ships move for free. Uh, awesome. I rolled a natural 20. I'm going to give a uh, hero point. I give him plus four. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. 29. Oh. Okay. There it is. Ah, the sweet sound of the hero point. Ah, so you gain the upper hand. Okay. By four. So you can move forward by 30 feet. Click. There you are. There we are. So you <laughs> succeed by four, and you get to move forward 30 feet, putting you whoop, a lot closer. And Ark, it is your turn to go first. All right. Uh, we are just going to stay the course. That's a 16, so I don't fail again, but we are going to continue moving at 90 feet per second. One, two, three. Ooh, Getting a lot is, closer. That is yes. sweet. That is Zagray. There's a new person at the wheel. Move action. That person is my studied target now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Standard action. That person is getting a lightning bolt. Oh, this is going to hurt. <laughs> What's the reflex? 17? Yes. Yeah, not even close. <laughs> Zart. Uh-oh. Uh, that is 15. They're dead. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, that person just takes a lightning bolt right to the head. Call your shot. What does it look like? When you kill this poor, helpless sailor. So, Zugray points, brings his hand down. As he brings it down, the lightning bolt strikes the wheel and hits the person and blows them back off of it into the uh, door, the door frame behind them. Very nice. And that's where the captain is sitting. If you could see him right now, he is shaking and scared. Is he wearing his angry. brown pants? <laughs> <laughs> he is now. Uh, yes. Wicked, so, what's exit. the wheel look like? Um... At this point, I'm having you do damage to the person instead of the wheel, since okay. they're all in the, kind of the same area. So no damage to the wheel, especially since it's wooden. It just kind of reflects off of it or whatever. And now, it is Kitnik's turn. I'm going to point at someone else. <laughs> and whisper again. And whisper again. You're starting to freak these people yeah. out. Besmara, really, I'm sure, would, would appreciate it if you stopped now so no one else got hurt. People are dying all around them. The captain is shaking in his boots as brave of a sailor as he is. See, I would point to him, but I can't see him. I don't know where he's at. Right. He, he's hiding on purpose. Right. Are we close enough now that they could hear me? Yes. 60 feet? You were I'm gonna take about my 60 action. to 90 feet away. Do I'll it. take my action after Kit's done. Okay, because you were holding from last round, so I'll put you there. Fane, do your thing. First, I'd like to take 10 knowledge check. Local, I assume, to kind of see if I have any information about the Elton Bade. Captain's name, uh, who they work for, anything like that. Just any Taking knowledge. 10 knowledge on just the name Elton Bade? Yeah, just to kind of see. Is there anything else I know about the Elton Bade? Not really. Nothing? Uh, it's not significant enough that a 10 would find anything Well, it's about 20 it. total. 20 total. Yeah, I'm just taking 10. It's knowledge local. Sure, with a 20, you would probably hear that it's a Sargavan fishing vessel, and that is about all okay. you would have heard. I That's mean, fine. it's it's a minor player in this whole game. All right. Uh, Fane is just going to yell oratorily <laughs> at the uh, Elton Bade. Crew of the Elton Bade, we are going to take your ship. You now have one choice. Give us your captain and surrender or die to the last man to tell the story. I'm going to try to roll intimidate. Okay. <laughs> you want to aid another on that? Say, can, I, can I scream in the background and aid another? <laughs> Did I, Kitnick I, and Zugray already aid another with our shenanigans? Basically, yeah. yeah. 31. Oh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 
put your dice away. <laughs> okay. Sebastian, it's your turn. So I'm presuming no one else is trying to take control of the ship at this point. No. Given the lightning and the screaming and the creepy messages and the... No, no, no. no. And all of that. Um, and we still can't see the captain where he's huddling, correct? Correct. Uh, in that case, yeah, I mean, Sebastian is just going to chime in with Fane. You know, heave to and prepare to be boarded. Okay. It is now their turn. You see the captain step up on what would have been considered the stern castle. This is a one-deck boat, so there is no stern castle. It's just the back of the ship. He finally stands up, looks at everybody, and just stands there with his arms crossed as his ship coasts 30 feet forward and slows down by another 30 feet. I'm guessing they raised their oars. They have. Their oars have been pulled back into the ship, and he's just standing on the stern, arms crossed, arc. We do not need to do an upper hand check. Uh, do your roll. Actually, we'll do an upper hand check just to see if you can see what happens. What did you roll? 23 total. 23 forward. You can move your ship forward by two squares on the upper hand check. It is now your turn to move. Uh, as a swift action, Captain, do you still want me to ram the ship? I don't think it's necessary at this point. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just move up next to them. Okay. Uh, give me a sailing check. Holy crap. I can't it believe is, they did not fall off it the It is table. balanced on a oh, piece wow. of paper. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, that is a total of 26. That will be enough to pull up directly beside them. And now, you would normally have to do a CMD check in order to grapple them. However, since they have stopped and they're standing dead in the water, you just pull up right next to them. You swing all of your ropes out. You catch the side of the ship. You pull it over to yourselves. It is now boarding actions for this fight. That is not going to happen. <laughs> The captain stands there, and he's just jaw set, and his arms are crossed. He looks at the other crew as you are standing there with your weapons ready to board. Do we have, like, a gangplank we can just drop or anything sure. like that to make it easy? I would imagine as part of your practice for boarding, you would have gotten everybody with throwing the rope to pull the ship tight, and then several gangplanks are ready to drop in whenever you give the command. We don't like to talk about trying to throw grappling. No. <laughs> hey, I can grapple like nobody's business, okay? Yeah, making so. it to the ship is a different matter. Well, Should have talked to Ambrose. You're a rope master now, so maybe you'd be able to do it. Yeah, just tight right, rope. Right. Up. There you go. Right, I, figure I just went down the side of the boat just throwing all the grappling hooks and tying them off for you guys. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gangplank dropped. Fane's just going to walk across the gangplank, not completely on the ship, maybe just standing on the gangplank. Look at the captain, nod. Captain? He nods back. Wise choice. Have all your men up aboard the deck on their knees. We'll take what we want and we'll move on. Very well. Who are you? I am Captain Fane and this is the crew of the Fortune's Revenge. (laughs) Very well then. And he goes over. He yells down at the bottom about everybody coming up. And then they all come up. They line up in the middle of the ship. They drop to their knees and wait. Alyssa? Go check the bilges, please. Very well. Ladies and gentlemen, go to work. And you do. Anybody else want to do anything before we move on with the description? Just had to show off the uh, naga. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I, I was hoping you were going to do that. Yeah, Sebastian's going to okay. carry on. Zagra is going to strut up and down the boat for a while. <laughs> is he going like 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 to? Uh, I'm going to send Owlbear to follow him and pluck. <laughs> Look like a rooster. <laughs> I'm guessing Ark is just holding the the wheel, the parking brake, yeah. looking disgruntled. Yeah, like, Why didn't get you leave? Exactly. I'm like, ah, I didn't get the ram them. I don't get to board the ship. I don't, I'm missing out on all of the fun stuff. Of you can capturing a ship. You can board the ship. You just can't kill anybody right now. It's like, damn it, Ark this, damn it, Ark that. But no, when I'm next to him, everybody's like, who's Ark? And just run right off. <laughs> just get Rosie to hold the wheel, and then you come over with us. Uh, okay. So, grab Rosie and put her at the wheel. Yeah. Ark is like bounding over the other ship. And so you go to work. Uh, most of your crew move down below decks. Uh, they start pulling up crate after crate after crate after crate of hake and mackerel. Fish. Mm-hmm. And it stinks. I eat one. Yeah, just pull it right out of the crate. Just whole, uncooked. (laughs) Got a handful of salt just (laughs) eating it. There you go. And 
when Sebastian is finished totaling it all up, he tells you it's worth about 50 gold, but it gives you several weeks worth of food worth of fish, which is all we really needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I didn't expect to get much off of a fishing boat. No point in murdering the entire crew of a fishing ship for food. I want to go search the Agreed. captain's quarters. Right, with okay. detect magic. Okay. Because this was a really, oh. really good cat. That's right. And you did say it's not worth murdering the entire crew. Well, some of them are already dead. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that guy. So the captain walks up to Fane, and he looks at you and says, If you take my entire load, I have nothing to sell in port. We've been out here for over a week fishing. You have to leave me something to sell. These men have to go back to their families. You have your life. You have another chance to get more fish. The idea is to set whatever the points are. Infamy. Uh, infamy. Yeah, sure. Working on the infamy. Same time, we don't want to murder them unless we have to. So, I don't know, take enough for us to get to the port, but leave them a little bit. Like, take half. We'll take half. This is uh, your opportunity to show off what kind of pirates you are really going to. This right. is going to set the yeah. bar. Right. I feel like if Ark saw you negotiating, he would probably tap you on the shoulder. Be like, Captain, they couldn't defend their own catch. Why do you think they deserve to keep any of it? If you take all and leave nothing, soon there will be nothing to take. All I'm thinking is if someone boarded our ship, they probably wouldn't leave us with anything to take. Why should we give them the graces of such? Yeah, we wouldn't have stopped fighting, though. <laughs> I gave them the option, and they took the wise option, and they don't have much to take. Yeah. You know, if the problem is that they're not going to have anything to take, take home, they can sign up with us. Fane just looks at the captain, smiling. These men are no pirates. Neither <laughs> were we. <laughs> you are today. And they could be tomorrow. I will give my men the option, but they have sailed with me for many years. I doubt they would want to stay away from their families as long as you are most likely going to be at sea. Captain, you have commanded your ship with honor. We will leave you half of your catch. I will feed my crew, and you can tell the tale. He nods, and then he pulls out two potions and hands you both of them. This is more than recompense for what you have taken and what you have left. My thanks, Captain Fane. Fane just nods and then walks back to the ship. Get the barrels loaded. We, uh, we need to sail shortly. Sebastian will just hustle the crew along to, to load the uh, portions of, that we are taking. So you take another 30 minutes to an hour to unload one ship and load up the other. You have 25 gold worth of hake and mackerel in your holds which is about a week's worth of food at this point. And you say your farewells. The captain's crying a little bit. <laughs> He's going to miss you guys. Uh-huh. So wait, Rickety Hake's named after a fish? I was sure. thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> when he said it was full of hake, I'm like, did they kill him? <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? There's just a whole all, other story we're just like all over the walls. <laughs> yeah. Open up a barrel, there's just his head in there. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> they keep cloning him. You That's know. awful. Awful. What is that puddle? Terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then you begin untying and separating. He, you push off. They begin rowing back out into the sea because now they got to go out for fishing for another few weeks. And you are sitting in the middle of the fever sea. Your hold's full of fish. Let's get to Blood Cove. Moving to Blood Cove. And so you begin making your way to Blood Cove. Let's eat a mackerel to celebrate. Yeah, I was going to say, we can, have, <laughs> we can have a real feast tonight. And detect magic. You know, it's coming. <laughs> The two potions. Sure. Uh, I'll just give them to you. Okay. Uh, it's an elixir of swimming and a potion of cure moderate wounds. Uh, nice. Elixir to the quartermaster. And I don't have a potion of healing. If nobody... Well, I, you know what? Never mind. I don't need it anymore. I can cast healing. So whoever needs the potion, take it. I have a stick. You have a stick. <laughs> and I can use my stick now. Uh, I could probably actually use that. I feel like I'm with me being in the front lines getting banged up pretty easily it would have come in handy sounds good anything else anybody wants to do to do you are a day away from blood cove and that is all the sailing that remains zugray i don't know if i've mentioned or not he's been writing scrolls over the couple of days but that's okay it. very yeah, cool still working on items i like the use of the word writing for zugray <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's drawing. been drawing scrolls yeah dancing on paper okay. sebastian's been working on <laughs> tattoos in preparation okay I've been hanging out with my parrot. Actually, um, during that one day, Zugri, if you don't mind, I could use your assistance. And 
one of the items I'm creating, I need a spell that he I've seen him cast. Okay. Which means I don't have to roll such a high DC when I finish the item up. It's a uh, touch of the sea. Aye, aye. And so the fortune's revenge, fat on the fishy loot that they pulled from the Elton Bade, <laughs> make their way to Blood Cove. And uh, you draw close to the river. It's the Vanji River is what you are actually looking for in order to find Blood Cove. The Vanji? Yeah, V-A-N-J-I, Vanji River. And I got to say, you are really, you've got, I'm picturing you guys coming out of Port Peril, a huge city. Really small town people in a lot of ways. Uh, it's kind of how I picture you. Sebastian's done a little bit of traveling, but, you know, Zugray from the tip is key. Ark from up north. Kitnik from Sargava, right? From a little bit of everywhere, but never anything big. So as you draw near, you've got to be amazed at the sight before you. You see dozens upon dozens of ships. They're ranging in size from easily simple fishing boats, smaller than the one that you captured out on the Fever Sea, up to three masted behemoths that dwarf the ship that you're sailing on. And you see the port is busy with people running all over the docks, unloading ships, loading ships, tons of trade going up, in the distance as the city fades up into the distance. Uh, And the city itself is built into the roots of a giant mangrove tree. So you've just got to picture this huge city with an even bigger tree back behind it and boardwalks, sidewalks built in and amongst all of these roots. So everybody's having to duck and dive and move all the way through these roots. And as amazing as that site is, when the Vanji River meets the Fever Sea, it looks like an open wound. The iron-rich clay is dyeing the waters a rusty red as it pours into the Fever Sea. And now you know why it's called Blood Cove. (laughs) I figured it was pirate creative license. I knew all that. I bet <laughs> pathfinderwiki.com, oh, I right? Took, I took 20, remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so as you draw close, a lone spot at the docks opens up. And you see a tiny speck of a man waving at you to park here. I wave back. <laughs> and Ark or Zugray, which one of you are piloting right now? Uh, Ark didn't get to ran a ship. He probably stormed off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> stormed off to the barrel chair. Yeah. Right. He's then I guess pouting. Then I guess Zugray has taken his uh, his orange crate and put it in front of the wheel. <laughs> this is a very pretty orange crate, all right? <laughs> yep. And so you go to park the ship, and you sail it in like a master. The final sail closing down, letting loose the last piece of wind as you pull into the dock. The dock people, the longshoremen, throw ropes up to you. You lash yourself down. They make sure that you have a gangplank going up to the edge of your ship to unload yourselves. Do we have our flag up or down at this point? That's a good question. Down, down, down. It would definitely be down. Yeah. Uh, that, just making sure. That's a battle flag. It's, yeah. Are you flying any flag at all at this point? No, I wouldn't think so. I don't think we have any other flags, right? Uh, well, maybe the one from... Uh, the original man's promise flag, national flag, but otherwise... I think we burnt that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that would have been squibbed, I'd imagine. Uh, no, you like to keep other nations' flags so you can pretend to be them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, standing at the bottom of the gangplank is a rotund man with a clipboard. He has a bean <laughs> counter. And he's standing there and goes, Who's the captain? Fane walks forward. Quickly, please. We're very busy around here. Who are you? What is the name of your ship, and what is your purpose here? I tell him. Sure, leave. Very good. Are you selling anything while in port? We do. We have some things to sell. Very good. Go and talk to the dockmaster. The offices are up there, and he points to the main huge area, because at the end of this dock is a row of warehouses. That sounds like a Sebastian thing, right? Of course. I believe the dockmaster would like to speak to nearly everyone. Okay. I say we stick him in a room with Badger and then just everyone else disappear. <coughs> well, I think they should meet, he should meet Albert first. <laughs> I, say, I thought Badger was dead. I thought, or is it Badger? That, yeah, Badger's dead. <laughs> Very good. Get a move on. And he moves off to the next boat. Ship. <laughs> All right. 
charming individual that. I'm busy! <laughs> Zugri pulls out a dagger. Captain, you want me to convince him to use manners? Not yet. <laughs> Just got here. So we should probably leave some people on the boat. So this is a good opportunity to talk about exactly that. You have just arrived in your first large port. Your crew could get lost. They could disappear. They could come back. What are you doing to handle your crew? First, we should settle the matter of pay, I suspect. Half now, half when they get back to the ship? No, I think you're expected to give them all of their plunder at once so they can... Live it up. Yeah. We do. Yeah, but there's a fairly good amount. So if we give them half now, the other half when they get back, we know they'll be back. We do have to sell it first, though. I mean, we have stuff rather than well the actual plunder, at this plunder point. well we have plunder we have stuff but we also have some plunder yeah i think i think the and wes can you correct me if i'm wrong here and i think we just give them the crap that makes up the plunder and they kind of go off and do their own thing so we're not gonna worry about getting the value out of the plunder for the point that we give to the crew because there's a diplomacy check to see mm-hmm. if i can get a higher percentage value of the plunder points how would you guys like to handle that do you just want to handle the point of plunder and be done with it and then sell your own plunder later it would make things simpler. I think yeah. that's, that's, that's the my thought. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like we're not trying to represent them. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of on them. Well, I, I mean, I'm assuming the plunder is a mix of generic stuff as well as maybe some coinage and gems and mm-hmm. statuary and silverware and what have you. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I figure they basically line up at the quartermaster's table. They get their their share. We have them draw lots or whatever to see who's on first watch on the ship and who gets on shore leave first. Make it democratic, fair anyway. And then, basically, as they're coming off of their watch and out to go, they get their pay, and they can go spend it. And, like, as they're exiting the ship, Ark is, hand, like, standing there, and he's shaking their hand, like, come back, or you die. <laughs> <laughs> come back, or I track you down. Yeah. Captain should probably give a time when we're setting sail. Yes. I was, I was going to mention, if you get arrested, you're on your own. We're not going to bail you out. You know, go out, blow off some steam, spend some money. Get drunk, whore around, but we're leaving in... Three days? Three days. Uh-huh. We're leaving in three days, sunrise. If you're not here, you're left behind. What if you guys get into some shenanigans then and you we... have to leave quicker than that? We'll send up this shenanigan alarm. <laughs> <laughs> check in and, daily. And, yeah, I was going to say, I would recommend you check in and in case anything changes, eh? It's the safest place and cheapest place to sleep is on the ship. <laughs> that is, this is also true. Yeah. How about everybody go to the Pirate's Hook? It's one of the major taverns in Blood Cove. That way, if we need to find the crew, we can find you. So that's what you're doing. Sebastian sets up at the bottom of the tables. He's given the jobs out. Those who get shore leave are getting their uh, gold, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that stay on the ship, they'll come back later and get gold from you later. Kind of like when we were in Hakes, when there were a couple of volunteers. If anybody volunteers to spend more time to... Watch the ship. They'll be compensated. Okay. There will be bonus in it. Eh? Cheer goes up all around from that. I get uh, everybody's idea, volunteering. I get the idea of Albert always being volunteering to stay on the ship. And then <laughs> once we get to be about like ninth <laughs> or 10th level, he retires to a mansion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 500,000 gold. Yeah. I was going to say, he's actually bought a headband of intellect. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like plus six. He's just been carefully investing and staying on the ship. <laughs> and he's gone from idiot to idiot savant. <laughs> Aretta, before you leave, I'd like to speak with you. Oh, what is it this time? Come see me before you leave. (sighs) Fine. Uh, And Sebastian will actually track down Alyssa as well. Well, track down. I know where she's going to be. Yeah, she's down in the bilges. She seems to be pretty happy there. All right. uh, So we have an Aretta scene. We have an Alyssa scene. Before you guys make your way up to the dock in the main part of Blood Cove, is there anything else you want to take care of? Not on the ship. Nothing on the ship. No. Okay, let's start with Sebastian and Alyssa. You make your way down to the bilges. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, Alyssa, my friend. Yes. Are you uh, comfortable in your new accommodations? The water is running a bit low. I poked a hole over there. Please tell me you're joking. No. It's much better now. <sighs> Sebastian makes a mental note to talk to Kitnick before he leaves the ship. (laughs) It's just while we are in port. Well, we are, as you've noticed, in port. You're probably all right to get out and swim around the ship, but uh, I don't know how they would react to you, as I'm sure you're aware. I agree. However, I would like uh, to entrust you with something while I'm gone. 
Very well. The uh, I may not be here when the crew's watch returns. As you notice, they've been given their pay in port. Uh, and as a matter of fact, here is your share. And he will give him mostly smaller things. He doesn't expect her to get out and sell it. But he figures she'll appreciate some her share, make her feel like, you know, a proper part of the crew. I'd like you to hand out the uh, the shares to the uh, other crew members as, as they leave for the uh, next watch. Yes. Tell them to come and see me down here. When they are finished with watch, I will give them what is owed. Thank you. And Sebastian will take the, basically have divided up the pay for the people that remain uh, and given it down there. I'm not sure who's in charge of the watch. Sebastian will tell them their pay is secure with Alyssa, and she will give it to them if there are any problems to come find him. I'm thinking of all the evil, fun things I can do. I'm already really enjoying this. Ark, you're going to be in charge of the watch, I would imagine. So who do you leave in charge? Or do you stay on the boat yourself? Um, I'd probably take at least the first shift. How does watch work? Is it like someone has to stay on the boat 24-7? That's up to you guys. I would assume we'd probably, and I'll let the captain weigh in, but I would assume we would probably divide it up fairly evenly over the three days or two mm-hmm. days or whatever we're here. Sounds good. Um, that way, everybody's got a chance to spend like a full day out drinking and gambling and sure. whoring and, and all of that. Sure. Uh, you know, a chance to spend their money. So as a sergeant at arms, I would probably take the first watch. And then okay. the second watch would need to be John Jape since he's first mate. Yeah. In that case, Sebastian will go to Ark. And my friend, I've asked, uh, I've entrusted, I know you're not a fan of this, but the uh, pay for the crew that is leaving is secured under Alyssa's watch in the bilges. Uh, better hers than Aretta's. Oh, agreed. And it will keep, I doubt anyone is going to look too closely down there while she is present. As the crew are uh, leaving, once watches have uh, switched out, all of their, their shares will be with her. They have been portioned out as, uh, as is appropriate. Thank you. I'll make sure that they're uh, properly given their shares and that Alyssa does not steal them. <laughs> I don't think we have too much worry for that. And Fane, where are you in all of this? I will be in Captain's Quarters waiting for Aretta. And so she knocks on the door. Enter. No lights. Just dark in there. Oh, what is dark in here? Come in. Uh, fine. Yes, Captain. Do you want to stay on this ship? You mean while we're in port? Once we leave. Oh. I hadn't actually thought that far ahead. You don't seem to like any of us. You don't like me as Captain. Yeah. You don't like being on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to stay here, yeah. you may. No harm, no foul. Blood Cove is a hell of a place to stay. I don't want to stay here. Then you need to check your attitude. But, and she just kind of stops, stares at her feet a little bit. Well, yeah, I've been better than old Barnabas. He nods. Very but she well, can't then. see in the dark. I was going to say, <laughs> she can't see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I can do that, Captain. Thank you. Dismissed. And she bows, curtsies very nicely, and then slams the door on her way out. <laughs> um... Just real quick, I'm going to find uh, Jape and kind of hand mm-hmm. signal, ask him if he needs anything while he's on the board, if he needs some, me to buy something for him. I'm not leaving ship until dark. So you're going to stay on. Uh, what about the meeting with the dockmaster? Are you going to allow yeah. somebody else? No, we'll do, do that real quick. That seems okay. to be a requirement for all the guests. I was going to say, you should send Jape. <laughs> <laughs> he just waggles his hands. He just has a chalkboard. A chalkboard. <laughs> Captain sent me. <laughs> <laughs> is Jape actually literate? Yeah. I don't know. That's up to Wes. Did we bring Blackboard along? <laughs> oh God. We just All stole right. his Blackboard. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go do what they want for the crew to do, you know, like the captain right. and the officers. But I'm, I want to to be darker before I go out into the city. Sure. So the crew as a whole begins to make their way, you know, the third that gets to go into the city, the whatever staying on the boat. The regular crew is beginning to split up. Or I guess at least Captain Fane has been requested at the Dockmaster. Who all is headed towards the Dockmaster's office? Well, he said everybody is supposed mm-hmm. to be there, right? So Yeah, I'll go with Fane. Is that the entire crew? Is that what he's talking about? I assume he means officers. That's what, officers. I, That's what I figured. Okay. Yeah, so Sebastian will <laughs> secure the Quartermaster's quarters and then follow along. He'll have to return for the loot that's to be sold here in a bit. Zugray will pull his hood up over his head and walk quietly. Okay. And is Ark staying with the ship or going with the crew? He'll stay with the ship for now. All righty. 
Jape will come along. You have Jape with you. Or we could trade out. Jape could post watch for you while you go meet this guy. Uh, I'd rather just take out the one shift instead of having to try and split it up. Okay. And so you make your way to the dock master. You arrive at the office. Uh, they go through all of the paperwork. Uh, and they ask you about a letter of mark from the Hurricane King. Do you have one? Knowledge check. <laughs> <laughs> The hell is that? Uh, Sandara is standing there with you. Oh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my pockets. Oh, it's my. in my brassiere. <laughs> and Sandara explains to everyone what the letter of Mark from the Hurricane King really is. It is a magical document. Really fairly difficult to forge among free captains. Obviously, in larger ports and stuff where they just ask for the mark if you want to try and forge it, there's a possibility, but it's very dangerous. Uh, basically, if somebody catches you forging the letter of mark, she explains you're basically keelhauled. And you waited till we're at the dock master's office to let us know about this mark? Well, the letter of mark allows you to attack ships within the Fever Sea and around the Shackles without fear of reprisal. Where do we get that? From the Hurricane King. <laughs> Where is he? Port Peril. We're on our way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the only thing the dock master is worried about, and he looks at you and goes, well, if you don't have a letter of mark, then you will be required to pay a nominal fee of one gold in order to sell anything in this port. Blood Cove caters directly to the pirates of the Shackles, and we allow them to trade for free here. However, if you do not have the letter of mark, I will require the one gold fee. I know, I know, it's merely symbolistic, but we require it here. I flip, he I flip flip the gold, gold at over. Thank you very much. He signs some more paperwork. He folds it up for you, puts it in a little small envelope, and hands it over to you. Uh, just show this at any of the trading houses in the area, and enjoy your stay in Blood Cove. Thank you. A giant you. scream is heard. From within the city. Like a screaming giant or a loud scream? <laughs> a loud scream, blood curdling from a woman, maybe a tiny man screaming at the top of his lungs. Okay, thank you for that. Like a hill giant, baby? <laughs> you are all fired. <laughs> Dramatic moment here, guys. Oh. <laughs> and then you hear the beating of wings, and you look up, and you hear a loud bellow. And the beating of wings fly down to the boardwalk, just at the end of where you're standing. And you see it land. And there are three or four people having a conversation there. And as soon as this thing lands, it has separated three of the people from the first one on the opposite side. Large creature, very winged, hooked beak. Attacking and looking at one man. Like a pteranodon or something? It could be. Very similar to, looks like almost a pteranodon crossed with a dragon. Oh, is actually a good description. Dragadon. Dragadon. Dragonell. Dragonell. For those who want to look it up for. <laughs> well, I was going to acknowledge it. You know, the other three men pull their swords out and start to back away, but the creature is focused on the one person in front of him. And that man has no weapons. And next week you can roll me some initiatives. Oh, nice. turn Sebastian well assuming is anyone else trying to take the wheel <laughs> no I didn't think so <laughs> Jesus that took a second yeah okay. that was good though uh, 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 well in that case the I, wheel. in that case I hit him with a, with a magic missile it is Jesus <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns me into a fish. <laughs> oh. That's it. Oh, fucking fired. Every last one. We quit. 
and I am like totally lost. What the hell Jesus, Jesus takes take the wheel. Take You've the never wheel. seen that or heard the phrase. I, no, I have. I just didn't. I guess <laughs> he said. Jesus. I said, "Is anyone else trying to take the wheel?" And he goes, "Jesus." <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah, I thought it took, it took a minute. I thought he said Jesus because you reacted and he started laughing while he was trying to drink and it was almost coming out of his nose. So <laughs> well, that might have been a little bit of it, but yeah, sorry. Uh, that is funny. <laughs> That is very funny. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. You gotta do it, George Takai. Come on now. Okay. I, I can't do it properly, but come on. I was thinking more Sandara. Oh my. Oh my. We're gonna pick this up from Sebastian. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> That's gonna be after credits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, totally. Uh, that was that was good. That, that yeah. <laughs> oh, my face hurts now. 